Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Today we are talking about Google reviews and how to leverage them to create a funnel. And I have someone, my name is Jesse Zagorski. I'm one of the hosts here, but today's not about me, right? We have someone here who's an expert in this, and I've heard her talk about this many times. And Cassie, every time I hear you talk about this, it blows my mind. It really is pretty simple. I mean, but it's it's one of those things where consistency is key. You have to ask a lot of times. So. So, so, so we have Cassie Spears, Cassie Spears team, uh, the Spears team from uh, DFW. That's, that's Dallas, Fort Worth, if you don't know where that is in Texas, right? In case people are like, where's DFW? Anyway, um, how do you want to do this? Do you have a presentation you want to roll through? Or do you want me to ask you so questions? So I have a presentation, but if it's a small group, we could do like, just like question, like shooting off the hip. It's up to you. I mean, I don't know how big your group will be. So well, well, we have, we have a small group here live. So those of you here live are lucky because you get to ask her questions because truly she you're an expert in this Cassie you are um and then anyone listening to the podcast we'll have you know we get you know about three thousand downloads a month in the podcast so oh, wow. there'll be much more people listening to the podcast later um so I would say if you have like a I don't know if you want to run through part of it I just I have some questions I want to ask you off the bat and then if you want to dive in and kind of go from there like I just how did you get into leveraging Google reviews and how big a part of your so, business is this it's Google leveraging Google, leveraging business on Google changed everything for me. So that was the missing link that I needed. So, you know, I've been in Krista's program for um, over four years and I had already set up all the good pieces and I was doing it, but I still wasn't showing up on the first page when you search things for, you know, my town and stuff like that. So I really, um, I hired a, a coach that specialized in not just Google, but just really just SEO and things like that. And so he's the one that really taught me so much about like keywords, geotagging, like all these things that you really need to help your SEO. But one of the biggest things that it kept coming in all my personal research was reviews. Having consumer validate your business, specifically if they talk about your area while validating your business will really get the get that momentum going. And for the last two years, like if you Google realtor in Burleson, Texas, not Burleson County, Burleson, Texas, I'm usually the number one person that comes up for the last 24 years, 24 months. So it's just something, but it's something you have to work at every day. Like we were even just talking the other day, like the last five transactions, they haven't left us a review yet. Everybody says they're going to, but it's just, it's the busier time of year, school starting and all that. So we have to really hit those people hard for the next, you know, seven to 10 days so that we can get that review. So we usually do always get a review from our clients, but it's not always immediate. So one of the things I learned through this funnel is you just have to ask, you have to ask. Everybody has good intentions, but we all get really busy. I love it. So, so you're not just asking one time and giving up. It's, no. it's a multi-step process. Yeah. So I think we figured it out that it's about seven times on average to ask the consumer to get a review. But we also learned how to ask earlier in the transaction too. So, we, But the really cool thing is the people that always leave us the best reviews are the ones that found me through a review. And they want to go on there and you know, talk about their service because they were like, 
I didn't know this lady. I read what other people had to say. I instantly trusted her. And by instantly trusting her, I let me lead her, let her lead me through a process that was seamless. And now I get to get on here and write about her service. So it's really cool to see that happen because that's a review and that's a client that paid for themselves. Because my clients have all went on there and wrote reviews, they're referring people that they've never even met. And that's pretty cool. Wow. Okay. And so, and so there's really, it sounds like there's really like two components to this. You have getting your clients to write a review and then the actual keywords and words they're putting in the review. Is that a way to break it down? Correct. Yes. The keywords okay. and stuff is also, and I learned that, you know, just over time. So over time, I learned that you have to, you kind of have to coach them a little bit on that review, like what's going what they need to say, what's the importance of like having a full three or four sentence review versus just saying she's the best, you should use her. That's not going to get me anywhere. So, but I'll take it. I'll take it. If you want to just give me the five star, I'm fine with that because it all, you know, it all adds up. And one of the things for me is, you know, I have two different businesses. So I have the property management and the sales. So one of the reasons why I was always hesitant to go full force, like here I am, here I am, is because I manage over 300 rental properties. You can't keep everybody happy every day. And so, and, you know, we do, so we have like 194 reviews. We have, I think we have four one-star reviews. Three of them are people we don't do business with. We've never done business with them. One of them is the tenant. I literally took over a property. I was like, here, welcome to the spirit team. He went online and gave us a one-star review before even talking. But the cool thing about that is, is like, it also, when how you respond to people like that, that I have gotten business from those one-star reviews. Like I've gotten business from us saying, hey, we looked you up in our system. We've never worked with you. We don't have any communication with you. You know, we think it would be best if you remove this. And we've had people call us and be like, I love that you all respond, not just to the good ones, but to the bad ones, especially when it lets us know as a consumer that that's actually a bot. That's not even anybody that does business with them. So, wow. But I was hesitant at first just because of that, because you could be their best friend one day and then the AC guy didn't get out there on time and it's hot in Texas and now they're mad at you and you don't fix anything. So it's, you know, it's kind of a give or take, but now I just take it with a grain of salt because Google Maps doesn't map right. So our reviews, our reviews, like, so we have the four one star and we have a 195 star, but we have a 4.8 review. And that used to bother me, but I also, um, one of our, my coaches is like, actually it validates you more. It shows that you're not perfect. You're not just getting your friends and families and whoever to leave reviews. You have people that are actually doing business with you. I'm like, okay, it's a good way to look at it. All, all that reframing it, right? So, so do you respond to, you just let me think of the question, do you respond to every one of your reviews, good, bad, or like, do you treat it more like social media in terms of, or do you just respond to certain ones? No, we, we respond to every one of them. Sometimes we don't respond to them as quick as I would like our team to, but we do try to respond to every single one. And sometimes um, our team will send a message instead of responding. So I have to remind them, go online and respond to that. So, but yeah, it's always good to respond back there, especially if you, um, you just want to be careful. Like if your client didn't put what city they bought in, don't put that in your response. Like, I'm so happy that you bought a house and da, 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 da. Don't help your own SEO because they might not want people to know where they moved. So good, good, good tip. All right. So, so walk me through, you said you ask like seven times for referrals mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people listening would be like, I don't. I've never done that. I don't know if I feel comfortable. So walk them through how you got comfortable with that. And also how you so, asked earlier in the process. 
I think so. One is just very early. Like when you take a listing and you're like, hey, at the listing appointment, you close your folder. And I say this every time. I cannot wait for you guys to give me a five-star review at the end of this because I'm going to do such a great job that you're going to do nothing but start talk great about me. Then whenever we get their house under contract, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We got your house under contract in three days. We got full price. We had all just so I'm baiting them, baiting them to let them know, like, hey, these are the things. Then when we finish like our option period, which is when you do repairs and stuff like that. We're like, okay, one last step. Aren't you glad we got you through that look? Because sometimes it's, I've saved you money. I've negotiated repairs that you wanted to do and I told you not to do. So we'll add that. Aren't you glad that we went back and said we were only going to do 3000 instead of 5000 That's $2,000 right in your pocket. So I'm basically tooting my own horn. That was hard at first, but now it's just kind of like, it really, it's just, that's what they need. Like people need to be handheld throughout this whole transaction along with like leaving a review at the end. I was just going to say, knowing you, that does seem like that would have been not nor not comfortable for your personality to start with, right? To like toot your own horn. So do, do you do it in writing? Do you do it out loud? How are you, how are you giving it? Yeah. So I do it out loud. We do it by email. Um, we do it the day when we set the closing, we say, Hey, we're going to um, send you a link. This is the time where you do this. You can do it today or after closing. We noticed that when we did it before closing, that came a little bit quicker with the response. Um, I also think that we haven't been doing as good the last two months at even really asking as many times as we were used to. So I told looked at the team and I'm like, this is why the last five closings hasn't wrote us a review. We only asked them once or twice. So what to go? We're not perfect. It is, you know, it's a working system, but um, it's just that once you get out of the way and you realize that their intention is to leave you a review, like they really do intend to do that and they just get busy. And that's what I keep saying in my head because it does get annoying. Like I'm sending a video text, like I should say, here's your video text, like leave me an angry review already, but I don't. <laughs> I love it. And, and, and I just, I know a lot of people listening to this will, will know reviews are important, but some, I mean, you, I just want to really hit this home. You really noticed the dramatic difference in your business when you started having the reviews there versus, versus without, 100%. And the business that helped the most is property management. The one that I was scared to like really get that one like out there. I mean, we get, I mean, we've probably taken in, I would say this year, like maybe 25, at least 25 properties that directly came from Google Organic leads signed up on our website through reviews that we have. And that was the one. And then buyers and sellers, like we were lists, we have like, we probably sold, I would say, probably seven houses this year on listing side that came directly from Google and from our reviews. Like it's, it's really does like it. Cause the thing about it is if they find you, like you need to be found first of all. So if that's like, Oh, here's a realtor in my town, then they find you. But then when they find you and they can scroll and just see pages and pages of people saying great things about you. I mean, they really do trust you before you even meet them. So it's like working with a past client. It's like working with a friend referral because you know, they've done their research. And we had like in DFW, we had a ton of people move here. So they moved here, they picked a realtor online or however it happened. And then now they're being transferred or it's too hot. And they're like, nobody told me how it's so hot in Texas, I'm out of here. So we're picking up those people that didn't have that tight relationship with their realtor, but they need to move out of this city and they want to go with the best person in the city. Interesting. Um, if anyone here is live, <laughs> feel free to unmute yourself or, or raise your hand. Let me know. Happy to have you guys jump in and ask some questions. Otherwise, I'm going to keep I got, I got plenty of questions for you. So um, any mistakes you made during this process that you're like, oh, I learned from that? 
Or did everything go pretty smooth? Oh, smoothly? yeah. So a part of our process is sending uh, QR codes and stuff. So how do you get people to do it? So when we like do a drop off at a client's house, we'll put a card in there that has the QR code that goes directly to our Google page. So they just they all they get to do is take their phone out. If they have Gmail on their phone, even better, scan it, and then they can leave us a review. Well, one time we did it and we dropped off, I don't know, probably like our goal was always 50. So it was around 47 to 50 different items and the QR code didn't work. And so for like a week afterwards, we're like, we got nothing from that. Absolutely nothing. And so I just was like, that's weird. I wonder if something didn't work. And I just picked up the card and I scanned it and it didn't work. So then what we did was like, oh, crap. So we sent out and I'm selective with our drop offs. You know, we don't send it to the same people every time. So we sent out another postcard and we're literally holding our postcard that didn't work. And we're like, that was awkward. This didn't even work last time. So and then we sent that out to everyone, not even just the people that because other people might have got a basket, didn't scan the QR code, assuming it didn't work. Sending that card out, we got 16 reviews, like from just sending that out of making fun of ourselves. We're literally holding it up being like, this was awkward. You know, we literally just dropped that off to everybody. So we've made plenty of mistakes. I, um, you know, you're, it's funny because with this review funnel for two years, my clients got really used to us dropping off stuff. So after a while, we stopped getting thank yous and stuff like that. And I was kind of like, hey, what the heck? I, if somebody drops something off of my doorstep, you can't tell me I wouldn't say thank you. And someone was like, well, they just expect it. And I'm like, well, now I'm just going to make them go longer in between. So they really expect it. <laughs> <laughs> so so walk us through that because you just dropped that in there. So this is both a combination of what is it? One of the goals to get reviews, the main goal, but this is also to keep you top of mind. I'm assuming with fear past clients, like so, walk me through this, the drop-offs. We're all, so where this all derived of was at the end of 2020 for 2021, I was like, okay, I need to get a little bit better connected with my past clients. We had already came out of the pandemic. So there were a lot of people either, you know, some shake up with jobs and stuff like that. So there was already some anticipation for some moving and stuff. So I started off with just like sending stuff to all my database, like, hey, here's this. It was a woo-foo form. Now you could do There's so many other things, but it was a woo-foo form where you could literally fill out your name, your address, your kids' names, just kind of just updating our database because we wanted to see who would respond back. And the people that responded back, those were who we started with first because we were like, okay, they're dialed in, they're engaged. So we tried to, we started with them to get the reviews. And it would start from like just doing some postcards and like leading up to like some challenges. Like we gave an iPad away every quarter. We put everybody into a drawing and things like that. So it was from doing postcards, doing physical drop-offs to their door. The whole month of um, November, I didn't drop off anything, but I called and did video text the whole month of December. I mean, of uh, November, just to kind of see what it, what what it is. And I mean, it's everything. It was doing all the things because you're hitting them in so many different places. Wow. So so when you I'm looking, so you you said you you have you have 192 reviews right now. How many reviews did you have when you started this? Um, 14. 14. Okay. And, and over, so over what period of time then what was that, that they went from 14 to 192 reviews? So I think we did, we did a hundred in one year, but the end of 2021, I started with 14 ended with a hundred. So we got to our goal and that was our goal to get a hundred reviews. And we were, I think it was like 97, but call it a hundred. And then so That's from fantastic. Then, I know. So then in 2022, same thing. And we that's how we got the other. This year, I would say I haven't big at, been as big of a priority. And only because this is a it is a labor intensive, time intensive project to do the things that we did 
to get to where we are. Now I just need, we need to do a better job of tightening up some systems to keep them like, you know, to keep them engaged right now versus, you know, treating everybody in the masses like we were in the beginning. Well, how, how important is it to like, once you get a, a decent bulk of reviews, how important is it to have your reviews always be new? Like within the last month or so versus just having a bunch of reviews? So, so the thing about, this is the thing about Google. It kind of depends on who you ask because there's not a head of this at Google or do this at Google. And so there's not really anyone to ask. But what I was told originally was that the newer they are, the better. So even in our review, when we had our challenges, we would even have our clients go and update their reviews because they were like, okay, make it. Well, then I heard at the end of last year, like, don't do that because you need to have some time in between it because it's still established. If you have a lot of activities at the same time, it doesn't look as established. So I don't really know the exact answer to that one. I think the answer is no one knows because Google doesn't want to make it. They want to keep no, and, and, and they might, it might be a moving yeah. target. It might change over time too. And it does. So even just, so we also, um, we do a lot of ads too with Google. I mean, when I say a lot, we have four Google ads running up all the time. I'm not really doing Facebook ads. I do some like lead gen stuff on listings or open houses. But other than that, I mean, we're spending all of our money on Google, which by having the ads, having the verified business, having all the things that makes my ads perform better. It supercharges what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. All right. So if someone's going to start to go out, and, and by the way, I decided we just do Q and A instead of having a new presentation. <laughs> I think it's more fun. Uh, well, so- I'm also coming back on the 12. So if we have any, like, we could do that follow up questions then, or we could do a whole different call. So. Uh, no, no, that's what I was thinking is on the 12th, you could literally run through a presentation on the 12th yeah, and, and, that's what and we'll do. go in, de- in depth. So guys, mark your calendar, September 12th. She'll be back here and, and we'll we'll go through in depth. Alex has a question. I see his hand is up. Alex always has good questions. Go Hi, for it, Alex. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are <laughs> you? you? Uh, are I you know. going to see you at EXPCon? No, because it's literally the first to the fifth. And that's a property manager's nightmare. Like if I can't, that's literally the only time of the month I physically have to be in Burleson, Texas. But uh, you're, you're, you're breaking my heart. So uh, um, no. uh, a few things that I've done. I, 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 was, I attended one of your, your seminars, like I think it was last February. So mm-hmm. I kind of took a, a little bit of that to heart. I didn't send off any like um, like gift baskets or QR codes, yeah. but I think that's definitely a, a worthwhile thing. Uh, two things that I've I've found at, is to actually like coach them a little bit on what it is that you want them to say. So I always like mention, you know, my core values are education, communication, and responsiveness. And if you can make my reviews, you know, speak to that. Uh, I'll usually bring up like three or four things in the transaction that happened and ask them to, you know, talk about that. So it seems more authentic and real. And I always tell them like, I don't want a like one or two liner. He was great. You know, would work with again. I want like a freaking paragraph Mm -hmm. because like people are like going through that and like they are, they, people are reading it. I even, I only have 53 Google reviews, but I have 154 poll reviews across various platforms and I get I get more phone calls from Google reviews than any of them. And like I would say last week I had two. I usually probably get about one a week from that. So it's definitely a really powerful way, especially if there's not a lot of other agents that are doing it. So right. I totally, oh, yeah. totally bored with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I was two three years ago when I started running LSA ads, man, nobody was running them. I was clean in house. Now I have like a ten thousand dollar budget a week, which we spend probably two hundred of that. But yeah. 
They're yeah. right. And I do think you're right. You do have to coach them. And I think also, Alex, I think I find that sometimes we're when you're a fixer, and I know you're a fixer like me, we fix things. And sometimes we don't tell them what it took to get that fixed. We don't say. And so in coaching them and saying, hey, you know, wow, that, you know, we did this, this and this, they they were like, oh, yeah, I remember this and this. But I mean, I guess I didn't even know you did that. And but so I agree, like coaching them is the key to getting a good size paragraph. So can you, can you unpack that a bit when you say coaching? I mean, I, are you literally saying, I want you to write this? Like walk me through if it's, if it's a conversation or. Yeah. How do you coach so them? at the listing appointment. So I'm like, so I'm like, you know, especially if they came from reviews, the conversation is a little bit different when they come for reviews. So it's a lot softer. It's like, Hey, you remember how you found us? Cause you wrote the reviews. Like at the end of this, I'm going to need, I'm going to give you all the tools so that you can write things just like my past clients, right? You're going to have all the information to fill up multiple lines on a review page for us. And through the transaction, that's when you should be coaching them like through their milestones, because one, you do need to tell them. Cause sometimes, like I said, we fix things without telling people, but also to like, they are going through so many other things that they just don't even realize the stuff that it took to actually get them closed. Like it was a smooth transaction. Like I just had somebody be like, that was so smooth. And I'm like, literally, no, was not smooth. It was smooth for you as a seller, but for us, like we had got, and then I just like, we did this, this, and this. She was like, dang. And she was like, if you would have told me that during this, I would have been so stressed out. And I'm like, that's what we do. But we also can't forget to tell them what is, you know, what we're doing for them. So the coaching starts at the listing appointment or the consultation or, but through the transaction, you are not telling them exactly like, hey, I want you to add this and don't forget to add this. But in the beginning, you're letting them know, hey, I'm going to give you the information along the way so that you have the information at the end to write the review. Got it. That makes total sense. I love what Alex, you just put in the chat box. He said, we as agents are shock absorbers for our clients. Yes. Love that. Bulletproof best, like for real. I love it. All right. Andrew's got a question from the treadmill. I love it. We have people on the treadmill. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. Multitask. Um, so I just started working with a new partner, like literally this week we're starting and um, he's busy and most of his business is referrals. He admittedly doesn't do much with his database right now, which is what I'm going to step up and handle for him. And he didn't do a good job over the last 13 years of getting Google reviews. And I'm trying to come up with that way of like trying to go back in time and reach out to those folks and get those Google reviews. And he probably has good notes on his database and his CRM on those people. But I'm wondering about pre, like pre-writing three or four reviews. I think I think probably what I'm guessing a lot of people don't have time for is to sit down and write one or two paragraphs about the service they receive and maybe three different options that they could just copy paste and, and put in there instead of having to write obviously not like Andrew is a god and he deserves worshipers yeah. like I would humble. say I would say the main place to start if starting with not very many but having a good database of people is where I was exactly where I was so basically I would start just by asking for the reviews in general you know, I'd love for you to give me a five-star review. If you can leave a couple of sentences, you can. If you'd like for me to help you, remind you of some things that happened in the transaction, I can do that. But basically, you need to get the groundwork started first so that you can get that ticker to start marking and that you can get those. Even if you get just like I, I'm telling you, like if my client just leaves me five-star review, I'm I'm 100% okay with that because it's something. 
So you want to start with something. And so that's why I had to do all this stuff. So if you come back on the 12th, I'll tell you like how I went from sending stuff out to my clients. Like we did it around holidays and things like that because it was just easier for us to do a marker, you know, with that. But the reason why I'm so focused on what they say now is because I already have the groundwork. I already have tons of reviews. I already have tons of stuff. So now I'm like, and I also, all it takes is a couple of people to give you a good review. And another thing you could possibly look at is maybe like, once you do have somebody that's left a review, send that review to your people. I mean, like, here's an idea of what one of our clients said about us. I think if you start off saying, hey, this is what I think you should write, it'd be a little less authentic. Because basically, you got to break the ice and you got to see one who remembers him. Like, mm-hmm. who even is, I mean, because... You're that person, y'all aren't the only database that person's in. So that person's probably in somebody else's database too. And they may have done a better job nurturing. It doesn't mean that it's overdone. He can't do business with them. It just means that you got to reintroduce like your level of service to them. So that's what we did. We didn't start by letting them know, hey, I want you to leave a five-star review. We started like here. Here's a gift basket. Hey, and by the way, we're going to do this. We're going to do a quarterly giveaway of an iPad. So let us know if you want to get a chance to go in. So you don't want to hit them hard, especially if you have not been in contact with them. Like that's the biggest thing is if you haven't been in contact, you got to get warm and fuzzy. You got to get them liking because really in the middle, like six months, probably of dropping things off are really when it started to hit. And never was it like, 40 reviews in one team. You're talking about 10 reviews, 15 reviews, but it was just done systematically. And it was better for them to come in that way, hindsight, now looking back, versus if all 40 of them would have left me a review, then I would have had a ton of 40, you know, 45 star reviews in one month, nothing for the next month, nothing for the next month. So I think your thing is just get them warm and fuzzy, pull out some fillers because like I did, I was like, who still wants to do business with me? Like, hey, who hasn't, you know, you're still living in your house. You're still there. Do you still want to do business with me? And then well, one, of the first, one of the first things we're going to do is he needs to, I'm going to physically force him to sit down and call and reestablish connection with these, with these clients. You should call and apologize to them. Just like, hey, Um, I'm so sorry. And and he's going to say, I'm going to send you some things. I'm sending you a CMA. I'm going to send you this. And I'm going to send you a Google review link. I'm hoping you can blah, blah, blah. So they they know what's coming, too. Yeah. So. You got it all. I love it. All right. We got about four minutes left. Are there any little tips for this week? I know we're going to go through like in depth on the 12th, which I'm excited about now. But is there any little tips? And thank you, by the way, Andrew. Great question. Great question, Andrew. Thank you, Alex. Anything you want to you want to kind of leave in here that we haven't covered I, today? I think that the main thing is like figuring out who who are your people, who are your raving fans of your clients. If you're new to the business and you have past, you know, coworkers, like. I understand that Google reviews aren't, you know, some people are like, oh, they're not weighted like Zillow because Zillow verifies that they bought a house, kind of. But the thing with Google is there, there's people that know you as a person and know you, you know, hey, this person, you know. So I think that you don't have to have, you know, 500 past clients to do this. You really just need to pick the people that you work with. Everybody that you sold a house to that hasn't written your review is the first set of people. Like all of those. And then whether that's years of it, you know, two years, five years, 10 years, whatever that is. But if it's 10 years or if it's longer, I would really look through your list and say, who would I want to work with again? 
who are the people that I would want to work with? Because people are attracted to people that are like them. So if I have a client that I really like, I managed to, was awesome to deal with, listen to me the whole time. And then she writes a review, her, you know, from her viewpoint of it, she's most likely going to attract somebody that's like her. Somebody that's like her is going to read that and be like, oh, you know, I, I need that. So I just think, I mean, I literally go on for days about this. <laughs> But I love it. I love that because you it has it. changed. Like I can show you for a dollar. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, you're doing this," and "Oh, it's getting you brand awareness and top of mind." And blah blah blah. I can show you where I made one hundred and fifty thousand dollars from Google alone the first year, and then literally backed it up with like one hundred and thirty-seven thousand the next year, just straight from Google. So, and I mean, we've tracked everything. Like I know where every single thing came from. And the thing about it is, is this is this does take a little bit of work, but it's just something if you just plug it in your calendar, okay, for an hour a day, I'm going to find, you know, five people, I'm going to have a conversation with them, I'm going to talk to them. If you haven't talked to them a long time, start with an apology. Because if they know that you weren't, you didn't, you're not too busy, or I'm just so sorry, I haven't got a chance to pick up the phone and call you. That's on me. That's my bad. I'm going to change that from this point on. And you're going to hear from me more often. And I want to make sure you understand that I'm still the agent that I was, if not better, when you did business with me, X, Y, Z. I love it. All right. So other than Googling realtor in, in Burleson, Texas, what's the best way for someone to connect with you? Um, so I'm Cassie Spears team on all platforms. So Twitter, and you'll find a different version of me on all platforms. So <laughs> that's another different. conversation we'll yeah. talk about later. Okay. But Cassie Spears team on all platforms, hit yep. her up if you get questions or if you have referrals, right? To DFW yep. Burleson area. Yes. Obviously she loves referrals. Thanks for being here. This is so, this is so yeah. much fun, Cassie. This no is problem. awesome. I enjoyed it. It's good to see you. All right. We'll see you back on the 12th. Everybody have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the agent power huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the agent collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.